again. On the PowerPoint, I think Tammy may have put up two pictures. Let's see which one did she do first. Okay, let's stay right there, and we'll, we'll keep it on that one. What I'm wanting to do is we're walking through this. We're going to be talking about the second one down on the lampstand, which is understanding. And um, the, you know, we talked last week about wisdom, and we talked about haughty eyes. This week, the uh, the wicked lamp would be a lying tongue, and what corresponds that's from what I call the unholy spirit. But we're going to look at understanding. Because, like I said, from uh, Isaiah 11, uh, 1 and 2, it lists the seven spirits of the Holy Spirit. And um, so Tammy was so gracious to put this up here. Because this does not only talk about the seven spirits of the Holy Spirit, it also ties into these seven congregations. It talks about the seven feasts. It talks about the seven days of creation and what happens on each one of those. And it's very important, like I said, uh, as the times that we're in right now for us and understanding his ways and his words. Now, let's go to Deuteronomy 13. I mean, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 1, 13. I did write down Proverbs 6 here, but you already known this. This scripture talks about on the unholy spirit, it's about a lying tongue. Now, as you're going to Deuteronomy 1, I think that we can testify here and understand if you've listened to any kind of news or any kind of anything, there's something called the lying tongue. That's right, with an S on it, tongues. They ain't speak, they're speaking in tongues, and it's definitely an unknown tongue. They're lying tongues. All right, there's so many lying tongues. There's so much out there. And, and really and truly, you just can't make this stuff up. To be able to be where we are right now and to really see what the wicked lamp is doing, I mean, guys, if you don't have enough examples of the wicked tongue that's been going out there for these last four years, not just the last few months, but I'm talking four years, and, and how people want you to believe what they want you to believe. But you know what? The Father is telling us we can't get caught up into that. Because this is why you have to study the genuine and not all the falsities because you don't know what's false. There's so much noise out there. Now, I'm not saying you can't be vigilant, and you, but the thing about it is, is just like what I've said, I'm going to use this as a principle. You have to pray about it more than you're talking about it. If we can be praying about situations more than we're talking about situations, then you can keep it in proper balance is what I'm trying to say. But if you're talking about it more than you're praying about it, then guess what? Yahweh ain't talking to you. If you're not talking to him, he ain't talking back. And the thing about it is, is so we can run and, and we see this. Do you know, let me just say this. Herod, y'all know who King Herod was during the time of Yeshua. What did, what did King Herod do to his sons? Y'all know what he did? He killed them. Why did he kill them? Because he was hearing conspiracies. He was hearing somebody's going to overthrow me and they're going to become king. So what did he do? All of that hearing, all of that noise, he believed the noise killed his sons. I'm glad I wasn't. He wasn't my daddy. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm telling you is this, guys. Herod hearing 
caused him to take action. And he ended up killing his own kids. This is why I'm saying is, is we have to be in tune with what the prophets are saying. What thus saith the, the Father in these days and times. And I'm going to show you that a little bit more. Okay, so as we go into this, let's look at, uh, in, in verse 13 it says, and this is what Yahweh was telling Moses to do. He says, choose for your tribes wise, understanding, and experienced men who know all about the beast and what the beast is doing. That's not what it says, is it? It says this, it says, choose for yourself tribes of wise, understanding, and experienced men, and I will appoint them as your heads or as your leaders. Deuteronomy 4, 5. Let's flip there. Deuteronomy 4, 5, and 6. And it says, See, I have taught you statutes and rules, as Yahweh your Elohim commanded me, that you should do them in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. In other words, what he's telling us is that our focus should be on the Torah and on Yeshua. That's what we're saying, okay? Our focus should be on the Torah. He says, I taught you statutes and rules. He didn't teach them anything else. He taught them the Torah. Statutes and rules. Everything we need to know about the end time is in these pages. Any, everything we need to know about the end time is in these pages. Yahweh or Yeshua said this. There's many, many books. There's so many books and 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 books. There's so many books you can't read them all. But that's what happens is, is it steals us away from looking where we're supposed to be looking. The reason why I think the Father's really placed this on my heart during this day and time, because, I mean, guys, we're walking this. We are so walking this. I am so excited for what He's doing uh, in this time and season. Because, you know, a lot of times in the days of old, there was a lot of times we were always saying, this is what's going to happen, going to happen, going to happen. Guys, we're in it. You wanted to know what Moses felt like? Look around. You wanted to know what David felt like? Look around. You want to know when these men are leading people, they're leading people, and they got the Korahs out there, and they got Absaloms out there, they got all of these people out there. They're trying to lead their people into righteousness, and they got their own kinfolk stirring up stuff, going out and sowing discord, the wicked lamp going out lies and going out sowing discord. Are we not experiencing that today? We are experiencing. If you wanted to be a part of it, guys, buckle up. You better buckle up because it's on. And we have to be discerning. It's no more. This is no more about telling stories. We're living the word. We're living times and seasons. We're living this out now. And he's been preparing us, preparing us. Every Passover, retelling the story. Every Shavuot, every Shavuot, retelling the story. What happened at Sinai? What happened with the filling of the Holy Spirit? He needs to know because you know what? You got to get the Torah and you have to be have that spirit in you so that we would be able to discern the signs of the times. This is so important. And then we have the Sukkot. Everything that we're learning is all prophetic. And it's all coming together. Now, 
Where did I stop? What did I read? Deuteronomy, okay. Verse 6. This is the key. Keep them and do them. Keep them and do what? Do them. The statutes and the rules. If you will keep them and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding. Remember, if you look up here, if you look on that top line, you'll see the congregations, Ephenus, Ephenus. What is an Ephenus? I ain't no say, F, I can't even say it now. Wasn't it something like, was it Winnie the Pooh, the Ephelops, and all of that? And maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Is there a book of Winnie the Pooh? No, that's not in there. Boy, I was mixing it all right, yeah. Ephesus. I can't say it. Yeah, that. I ain't even going to say the rest of it. I'm reading at an angle. These seven congregations, at the end of each one of these congregations, he said something to them. He who hath an ear, let him hear what, what? The Spirit is saying to these congregations because he was telling them that each period that was going to happen here, he was showing them what was going to happen. He was telling them what was going to happen, not only by the Spirit, but in the physical. And so he was saying this, I have against you these things you're doing well. He was letting them know when, before time, what's going to happen. So we have, even in the Laodicea, got that one, on the last one, the Feast of Tabernacles, but we still have Philadelphia. We have these periods of time because the Feast of Trumpets, Sardis, we don't have that all totally fulfilled yet. So there's some things that's going to be happening. So that's why it's very keen that we understand the Spirit and what He's saying to us in understanding. Now, I told Richard I was going to say this. How many people has a cell phone? Ray, hold your cell phone up. Y'all have your cell phone right here? You don't have to. There's a cell phone. Do you guys know what a cell phone is? If it breaks, can you fix it? Richard can. Do you see what it means to have understanding of something? See, we can have something all day long. And we can know, we can have knowledge of a cell phone. But let that dude not come on. And you can't even get to YouTube to figure out a guy who's going to figure and tell you what to do next. But do you know what happened when my cell phone messes up? And when my computer messes up? Do you know what I do? I call Richard. That's exactly what I do. And Richard said, I'll try to be there as soon as I can. And he will come over there. And then there's these, this, this black screen with all of these little bitty words on it. And I mean a page of these words. And they've got, there's no English on that whatever he's got. There's just codes of codes. And I mean, I say, what I could say, I mean, what are you doing? And you know what he would do? How many years do you have? You know what I'm saying? That's the difference from knowing and understanding. We all know what a cell phone is, but you don't have a clue how that thing works. You push a button, and this little apple that's got a bite comes out of it. Or if you got an Android, I don't know, you got a little alien or whatever they got. I don't know what Androids do. So what I'm saying is, is this, is a lot of times we, we, we think we have, because we have knowledge, we think we have understanding. And guys, understanding is how you know what the knowledge, what it means. It's not just 
Look, we know we're in bad times. But do we understand why we're in bad times? Do we understand why all of this mess is going on? Do we understand that Yahweh is in control? Do we believe that He's in control? And don't you know that He is creating this mess? The thing about it is we have to understand that He allows, I mean, He's given us many, many, many examples in His Word about how we've had times of blessings and we go through times of hardship. We go through famine and we go through times of an abundance. But the thing about it is, is the Father, we are a people of faith and we have to trust in Him. Now, I wrote this down uh, because I was, like I said, well, let me just finish this out. So keep them, for that is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples. In other words, when we're obeying his statutes and rules, when we're obeying that, we're not getting caught off guard in all of the stuff. It says this is our wisdom and this is our understanding in the sight of the peoples. The peoples will see this and see that you're a wise and understanding people. And they will hear you and listen to you. But if they hear us changing our, our tune or our mind every week or every month and this, that, and the other, they have no faith in us. They have no faith in that people. It says, who, when they hear all these statutes, they will say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Now, Halisa said this. I heard her say, so I don't even know what she was teaching on this morning. But, boy, I caught it. I didn't do the exact quote, but I wrote it down like this. Are we learning more about the beast and what he is doing or about Yahweh and trusting him that he's got this? And will, we, and will he show us clearly at the right time? If we are not careful, we will be doing these things thinking we are doing Yahweh things. Satan disguises himself as an angel of what? Not darkness, light. So my thing is, and this is what hit me right between the toothbrush and one of these teeth when I heard this, because I was brushing my teeth when I heard it. The thing about it is, was this, boy, is that the truth? Are we studying more about what the beast is doing than what Yahweh is doing? Tammy, if you would, since you have a mic, go to 2 Kings 6. And read 11 and 12. 2 Kings 6, 11 and 12. I don't have it on the board because it just hit me. We, we touched on this scripture a few weeks ago. But I thought it was so good because, guys, you have to realize, are we, and this is, that scripture came to me when I was hearing what she was saying. Because she, in her, in Halisa's teaching right now, she's talking about the beast and whatever Tammy's section that she's in. I just happened to catch it. But boy, it hit me, and I was there at the right time because of this thing of understanding. Are we studying the beast more than we are about Yahweh? If we are, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen is he disguises himself as an angel of light. He, we talked about that last week. Three scriptures, it said, in all three, it said disguise, disguise, and disguise. So we have to know that whatever voices, whatever the beast is doing, it is counterfeit to what Yahweh's doing. But I will tell you that it looks like Yahweh things that he's doing in type. 
So it can mess us up. But here's the thing in 2 Kings. Part of the king of Aram was enraged over this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you tell me which of us is for the king of Israel? One of his servants said, No, my lord, O king. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. Guys, that's what, yeah, that's what you're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Here, this king is mad because he sees Israel is knowing all of their plans. And he's saying, who's the mole? Who is the mole? Who is the one in here going back and sending messages to the king of Israel and telling them our every move? And somebody finally has sense that spoke up and says, no, king has nothing to do with us. They have a seer. They have a prophet named Elisha. And what the prophet's doing is, is that prophet is seeing you in your bedroom and your plans that you're making with your, the, the people that's, that's the closest to you. There's no secret. You have no secrets from Yahweh Elohim. So guess what? Even if you don't say them with your lips, he knows what's in your heart. And he reveals them to who? His prophets. If we are called according to his purpose, if we are in his plan, he will reveal to us what the enemy is doing. In his timing. He's not going to reveal to me what the enemy is doing unless it affects me and affects what we're doing right now. Because why, I mean, why would he tell you something that's three or four years down the road? There's no need. Unless it's prep. And so what is he telling us right now? He's telling us a lot of prep stuff. He's been telling us prep stuff, and he's still showing us and ministering us prep stuff. This stuff is in, it's important. But all I'm saying is, is this. Understanding comes from the Holy Spirit. And we have to understand the signs of the time. All I'm saying, guys, is this. Don't study the beast more than you study Yahweh. Because the beast, don't study really the beast at all. But look, I'm not, I'm not so naive to know that we're not going to read and study and want to know. Did I not say a few months ago, we like to be people in control. We like to be people in the know. We want to know it before the next people know it. This is just human nature. This is what we want to do. We want to be David until we go up against the bad things that David went goes up against or we want to be Moses until we go up against the things that Moses the bad thing that's right then we don't know we'll let Tammy do this one so you know this is what we do this is just human nature we want to wear the badge but we don't want to arrest nobody we don't have to tell nobody that's just what happens I see something going on right there okay okay so you've always said we have to study the real dollar bill that's right but we have to also hear or see the counterfeit. So we're going to hear what the counterfeit's saying, but by knowing this, we're going to know what the counterfeit's saying. That's exactly right. That's how you know what the counterfeit is, is by knowing the real. Guys, all I'm saying is, is you, you, you cannot, you cannot study all the counterfeit because you don't have enough time to read all the counterfeit. What I'm saying is, is I'm not saying that you're not going to have things that come across your path. Yes, look at that and all. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is this, is you have to take that and you have to apply it to where have we seen this before? Where have we seen this before? Is there a B system? 
Can we all say that there's a beast system? Can we all say that the United Nations is probably one of the big things of the beast system? Absolutely. Do we know that the reason why the... I'll just use Keith as an example. You know the reason why they don't want you a billionaire? It's because once you become a billionaire, you become a player at the table. Because money brings power. And by having power, then you, that's why they want to keep us. That's why they want to keep the people that's not part of the system. I understand about the ten nations, and this is where we're going to be going in the future. This is where we're leading to with these seals and bowls and all of that. But first, you've got to understand, I'm not going to seals and bowls and going to the, to, the, to the end time until we know that I can trust that we're going to stay in this book. Because all I'm going to do is intrigue you and you're going to run off on a rabbit trail somewhere and you're going to end up off somewhere in a ditch somewhere. And that's, that's the thing. Look, can I just say this? Dennis, I'll use him as an example because he won't mind. If he does, he's staying in our house. He'll tell me later. But the thing about it is when it comes to financial things, I under, he understands financial things. I don't understand financial things like he does. They are, they are situations that happens. Look, let me say this too before I go there. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. These principalities and powers, they're organizations. The demonic gets behind these organizations to oppress people. It's always happened. Where have we seen this before? Egypt? Let me just share with you what my understanding is. Remember Joseph? Remember Joseph? Do you know that before Joseph, there were many pharaohs in the land? There wasn't just one pharaoh that, that operated everything. There were pharaohs all over the place that operated all of these different places in Egypt. Many, many pharaohs. Look it up. You can see. But how did the father, the father had to do something so that he didn't care about what was going on in Egypt, but he was concerned with Jacob and them in Canaan. So how can he get this group in, under protection when there's multiple pharaohs? He raises up Joseph. He gives Joseph two dreams. And the dreams happened to be about the family. Had nothing. He never saw Egypt in his dream. But yet, in his dream, he gets sent and sold to Egypt. Did he not? When he gets sent and sold to Egypt, that wasn't in his dream. It was just talking about, I'm going to be a star, you're going to bow down, and even the sun, and I mean, all of these things. And even his dad said, what are you trying to say, boy, me and your mama? Going to bow down to you? I'll take you to the woodshed, or take you to the wood tent, whatever they had. You know what I'm saying? So here, here's what happens. So, but what does he do? He goes through all of this stuff in his life. And then all of a sudden, after all of the misery, he, he sits there, he interprets dreams for a cupbearer and also the bread maker. And when you get there, would you tell them about me so that I can get out of this wretched place? I was lied about and got put in here. Potiphar's wife lied on me and got me here. See, it's, I, I'm not, you know, but he got there, so what? He would be humble enough because there was going to be a day where he was going to be in charge. He was going to be in charge of all of Egypt. So he had to learn how to be a base. He had to learn to hear from the voice of Yahweh. He heard it in prison. And that's our training ground. None of us want to be in prison spiritually. We don't want to be in the wilderness. But that's our training ground. We're there to learn to be humble and not be prideful. Because if you just go right out from salvation 
to run in Egypt, you will be a prideful, arrogant somebody. Can I get a big amen for that? That's exactly what will happen. So what happens is, is so Joseph gets through this, and finally, there, Pharaoh finally has a dream. So Joseph gets to interpret that dream, and do you know what the biggest thing about that dream ends up being? The answer of how we're going to survive in the seven years of famine. And so Joseph, I mean Pharaoh, I mean he wasn't, I mean Yahweh's working on him. He says, well, what greater man, interpret the dream, can help us figure out how to get out of this mess whenever this part happens. See, here again, we know something bad's coming. We know all of this, so, but Joseph, there was preparation of seven good years, and then there's seven bad years, is there not? We know the story. But what did Joseph say? Joseph said, well, take a fifth. Take a fifth of the land, and we'll just put it up. Because when the bad years come, we will sell it back to the people. Is that what they did? And guess what? When they got and they ran out of their money and they ran out of everything, what did they end up having to sell to get the grain to eat? They had to sell their land. So all of the Pharaohs now are no more. They're now one Pharaoh. Because they lost their land. They lost their kingship. They lost everything. Yahweh knows what he's doing. He's got to huddle everything. He's huddling all the ducks in one spot. He don't have to fight 30 or 40 Pharaohs in the land. Because he knew there was going to be a Pharaoh that's going to come one day that did not remember Joseph. Yahweh's got this, guys. We know the end of the book. We, have, we win the battle because the victory's already been won. Amen? Because we understand this. But here's the thing. We got to stay focused on Yahweh's plan and not on all the plans of all these things going on. There's a lot of crazy bad things going on out in this world. Do you know there's a lot of people in power? This principalities in power, they're even fighting each other. They're killing each other off because power will kill other people that's trying to rise up in power. Let these people fight and kill each other. That's just what they do. <clears throat> we need to fight and focus on salvations and souls while we're on this earth because really and truly our call is into a greater kingdom. It's when we're going to rule and reign with him forever and ever on this earth in the new heavens and the new earth. That's what our calling is. But our calling here on this earth is to minister to get souls lost and people who think they're saved, get them lost and then get them saved. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's saved. There's nobody lost no more. Because everybody's got some church they was raised in or born in or something fell out of an egg in. I don't know. Just what happens. So I'm just saying this. that The Father is really understanding. Like I said, so many of us know what things are, but we don't know how they function. We don't know how to fix it. The Father is going to teach us how to fix it. He's not only going to teach us what this is, He's going to teach us everything about it. Just like I was talking with Dennis, I was using an example with money and all of that. He knows how to fix things. He knows how things work. He knows percentages. Me, I don't know that. I know what a percentage is. I mean, I know that I could take my $1,000 and go up here and put it in a CD and get, what, 0.25 interest. Oh, woo. You know what I'm saying? And it would probably, de so I'm going to retire. I'm already fixing to be 62, so I want to retire at 82. I put $1,000 in at, at a quarter percent interest. Am I going to make it? Thank you. I ain't going to make it. See, I appreciate an honest person because he has really a lot of understanding. But do you know what? 
I hear all this stuff on TV. Do this, this, and you can retire and you can have millions. Yeah, right. That's it. Yeah, right. But finally, when you come to somebody who really knows and shows you because he's got under, this is how the numbers work, then you realize them people on TV are lying to you. They just want your money. They just want your money. Amen. That's just the way things work. I use this as an example because this is so important to us in the time that we live in that we really, really have to understand that there's so many people out there. Washington, yes. In the church, yes. There's as many people in the church is trying to tell you when they, it's just false prophet. We talked about that last week. There's, when Paul said there's a lot of people running around saying they're doing what we're doing, but no, they're not doing what we're doing. They're not teaching what we're teaching. And they are, they are of the devil is really what he told them. So it's very important that we as a people, that we stay focused on what the Father's doing. Let, let's go to Psalms 82.5. I'm not going to cover all these scriptures naturally, but I don't have to. You can read them. I do want to cover a couple more just... Psalms 82.5, they have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness, and all the foundations of the earth are shaken. Well, that's who I want to follow. <laughs> no, you don't. See, this is what happens. They have neither knowledge or understanding. They're walking around in darkness. This is going on also. Guys, it don't take a rocket scientist Whenever you listen, and I've been listening to noise, news, noise, same thing. I've been listening to this stuff for a while, and all you got to do is just sit back. You know, me and Dennis talked about this too. You take it, you read it, you look at it, and it's either going to come about or not. It's either going to be a yes or a no. There ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't make it happen. You cannot make it happen. But the thing that I listen for is this. When somebody is saying, this is it, this is what's going to happen, whether it's Fox News, CNN, I don't care what news you listen to, it could be whatever, but when they say this is going to happen, and then next week they change their tune, next week they change their tune, and now that we have another person in the office, they're really changing their tune, changing their, their turn, where they castigated this group for this, now that their people's in office, and they have the same policies as the other president had, but yet now it's all okay, you're a liar. Because you're in it because of power. You're in it because you're trying to rule something. And you're wanting, you're trying to dumb us down to where we're just going to blindly follow you. Look, guys, can I just tell you this? Unity is not me telling you to follow everything that I do and you have no opinion about it. That's not unity. That's what they're saying unity is. We're calling for unity. No, you're not. Because let us debate about this. No, you got to do what I say. You're going to sit there and make a mass mandate on federal properties, and you ain't wore a mask since. Just because you're the president? Now, you just told the other presidents, nobody's above the law. Well, guess what, big dog? That fits you too. 
just because now you're president. See, what I'm saying, this is what's happening. And I'm just using little bitty analogies, but guys, we got to be smarter than this. We can't get pray for our government, absolutely, because we're commanded to pray for our leaders. We pray and we pray and we pray. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you're free, I'm free, amen? We have freedom of speech so far, do we not? We have rights to bear arms too so far. But do you know there's a lot of, do you hear what y'all said when I said we have freedom of speech? What did y'all say? So far, why? Because they're in danger. They're in danger because they want to be able to say what they want to say, and they want you not to say nothing. This is, if this is, if we're not in the end times, guys, but do you know what? This happened during Hitler's day. Where have we seen this before? The same, it's, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Thank you so much. Principality, that same spirit that was in Hitler's day is here today. That same spirit that was there that is going to rule over. And you know what? If they don't like you, they'll gas chamber you. Or they'll do an organic way to get rid of you because we're clean now. Okay, or whatever they do. I don't know how you clean earth somebody and get rid of them, but they're going to turn you into fertilizer or something. I don't know. But I'm just saying this is, this is the warp crazy. Where have we got to understand this? This is the thing that's really got me. Ta- where have I seen this before? I don't have to go back just all the way back here. I can go back to the 1940s, 1930s. I can go back to the 1960s. I can go back exactly right after the Civil War, how this nation kicked off and and just became a very wealthy and powerful nation. And look at the men who was involved in it. And then come to find out how ruthless these men ended up being. How they would treat people. All because it, it wasn't about money. Money brought power. It was about power. It's about me being in charge, and nobody can tell me what to do. I can rule this thing. That's what this is about. It's not another playbook. They just color it different, but it's the same thing. All they got to do, do you know that demonic forces, they're not governed by time. Yahweh's not governed by time, but we are. These demonic forces, if it doesn't happen in this generation, they'll try to make it happen in the next. But don't you think they didn't try to make it happen in the generation when Hitler was alive? Don't you think that they didn't? Because they start this stuff has been started way back in the in the 1800s. French Revolution. All of these things just started to be controlled. And you know what? The Socialist Party just didn't start in, in the 2000s. That started back in the 1920s. That's when the Socialist Party and the Communist Party, that's when all of that, it's just that they, because it was so much more of a Christian nation then, it couldn't get footing. But dude, the Christian nation is out the window with most of it because most of the people in the church are communist and socialist thinking now. Because why? They, they had time. They had time. So what did they do? They put it in the schools. They started teaching them as kindergartners and they came all the way up through to where they can get it in their minds. And this is why I'm saying, you better train your children because somebody will. And that's what's happened. All I'm saying, guys, and I'm using this, we have to trust this. And we have to trust them that even if we're in the times of Hitler or we're in the times of kings and we're in the time of Asa, when they're trying to come, we have to know that the Father is for us and he is not against us. But he said this first, I give you statutes and rules. 
That's the key. If you will follow my statutes and rules, I'll give you wisdom and understanding. But if you don't do it, if you try to reinvent the ways in my word and you're going to change my feast and festivals and you're going to change my days of worship, then guess what? I'm not, I'm not obligated to give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He's not obligated. By his mercy, he has because of our ignorance. But there's coming a day. There was a time when he winked at ignorance. There's coming a day now. He's, he's quit winking. His eyes are wide open to see what we're going to do as believers because he's given us his word. So was I meddling or what? But anyway, I appreciate your patience. But guys, I just know because I know that we're in a fight. I know that. But I just want us to hear what the Spirit is saying to these congregations. Because if we can hear, excuse me, what the Spirit is saying to these congregations, then we know that we'll be okay no matter what happens. Because he'll make a Red Sea way out for us, and he'll kill everybody else behind it. Because at the end of the book, he's killing them all anyway. And he's going to bring us and, and pull us out. But it doesn't mean that we may not go through some wilderness experiences. Guys, we're doing it now. But it's just going to get a little bit tougher in the wilderness. But yet, if you're where he's at, that's all we want to be. So it shouldn't be tough. So I don't get sirloin. I have to eat manna. But do you know what? If he's feeding me, I'm good. Because I can't trust what they're putting in the sirloin. You know what I'm saying? RNA, DNA, BNA. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Hallelujah.